Ready. The tape is rolling. Don't say anything you wouldn't say if your mama was here. Okay. We're glad you're here and listening to the Underplayed Podcast. Obviously, you like the same kind of punishment we do. He's fighting himself. (laughs) Welcome (laughs) to To another another episode of the Underplay Podcast. Guys, I'm back. Keaton's back. He is back. back. Yes, he's (laughs) back. Oh my gosh, you actually did it like proper timing this time. I am your local mayor of Funky Town, Tim. (laughs) His shirt says so. It does. My shirt says so. It does. I am the assistant to the assistant of the mayor. Does that make me the wife of the mayor of Funky Town? It makes you first lady. Ooh, first lady. The I first like lady it. of Funky Town. Right. <laughs> Girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Welcome back. We're here. Well, Keaton's here. I know. We're feeling better. That's so mostly. good. Mostly. I didn't feel super good. Yeah, well, yeah, mostly. Yeah. I didn't feel super good when we did that last podcast. I hope you guys no, liked we were it. were a little under the weather. Well, yep. you know, I'm here to do my part of the podcast this time. I hope you guys liked my outro. That outro last episode was probably the most composed, I think, an <laughs> outro's ever been. Yeah. Anything on this podcast, probably. Yeah. So, I mean... We're not known for over-preparing for underplayed songs. I mean. <laughs> Anyways, so... You know, uh, by the time you hear this podcast, if you haven't gotten your mother something or given her a gift or acknowledged in some way that it was Mother's Day, you're probably in trouble. You're not going to get that piece of cake that you wanted. Yes. You're banished much from more. the kitchen. We're going to talk about a couple other uh, holidays. I like to call them underplayed holidays. May 21st, and you've got a couple days on this one. If you download the podcast right away, it should be like the 18th right now. Take your parents to the playground day. (laughs) For real? May 21st. (laughs) May 21st. And then obviously May 29th is Memorial Day. Right. Way overplayed though. We don't care about that one. Overplayed. And then May 26th is Burger Day. Burger Day. Under-celebrated. Yeah, yeah. under-celebrated Burger on the Day. Underplay. Have a burger on May 26th. There's almost a day for everything. No, there is days. a day for everything. That's why we're doing underplayed holidays from now on. Gotcha. That's what we're doing. Okay. Oh my gosh. Fun. Yes, especially take your parents to the playground take day. Take your parents How to does the that playground. go? Well, I guess it depends on your parents. Mother, okay, may Keaton, we go? <laughs> you need to get on the driving thing so you can take us to the playground. Oh yeah, I'll drive yes. you guys to the playground. We'll, we'll hop on down to Funky Town on the playground. What's your, what's your favorite playground uh, implement? Implement? Accessory? Toy like, thing. Like, what are those things called at playgrounds? It's not a playground ride. Like a... That's what I said. Imp- weapon. Implement. Equipment. Equipment. Equipment, yeah. What's your favorite playground equipment? You know those little things where it has like a steering wheel? Hmm. I have little steering wheels there and it's like I'm driving a, a car. Oh. Hmm. They because don't actually go anywhere, though. No, they don't move, really. And sometimes they rock back and forth on a giant spring, though. Yeah, true. You know, ironically, when I was young, I loved the merry-go-round. Loved it. Those things I made know. me throw up. Well, that's the well, thing. It's ironic no. because I have terrible vertigo. Yeah, I Tracy get motion can. sickness just watching somebody move. Or, yeah, or Tracy can do like a 180 max, and then she starts to feel sick. Yeah. That, yeah. So. So, but I, but I loved our, our merry-go-round on our playground growing up. Can I change my answer? Yes. I think 
I've thought about it some more after great consideration. I think it's the swing. The swing. Yeah. I loved a swing. I loved swinging. I would just swing for hours and be like, you know. So that's when I first started thinking existentially about life on the swing. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you did your deepest thinking. On the swing, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Because you're like, especially if you just go to the playground alone, you're just like, oh, here I am. Everybody in a, go out in perpetual motion. <laughs> perpetual motion. I, you know, that was not perpetual. I was pushing you. No. When, okay. When he Once learned, I to, learned pump to do his it feet. myself. Oh, exactly. Okay. okay yeah. Gotcha. I just didn't want to be underappreciated. Because, <laughs> you know, we fight against things like that here. Do we? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Well, we've got two underplayed songs for you today, As which should be no surprise at this point. <laughs> But if you're new around here, what we do is we play, what do we do? Songs. <laughs> well, yeah, we but that's not the right way to say by it. Under, we guys, we hold play underplayed songs. Hold on. Don't we have a slogan slash motto for this? We do. Breaking down songs that need more airtime? Yes. That's. Hello? That's the one. <laughs> that's what we do. Uh, so, and you know, that can come in the form of an artist who nobody really gives enough respect to. Discovering or, new artists. We, we will discover help you. new artists. Yes. And we also do a lot of well-known artists who have songs that were kind of like B-sides or whatever that are just like, why isn't that? Why didn't that become huge? Mm -hmm. You know, right. That's what we do. And we're about to do it for you right now. Woo. Starting with an artist that we chose named Toth. T-O-T-H. Are we pronouncing it correctly? Did you No, we're out? not. It's oh. Toth. Thank you for reminding me. Toth. I watched an oh, interview okay. slash performance with him. And he's, oh. he's just as good live as he is on the album, by the way. And it's Toth. Toth. Do you know how you know? When you look You're at his teacher. name, well, yeah. When you look at his name on all his stuff, he it has, has a little line above it, right? It's called a Macron. A Macron. Interesting. Uh -huh. oh. um, and that means not, is it's that, a. Is that an English thing? Yeah. A breve is the little U. Right, yeah. And the Macron is the little oh. straight. And the Macron says that the vowel is long. Oh. And, oh, and the breathe, <laughs> right. And the breathe says that the vowel is short. short right. Okay. That's, that's interesting. Your but mom is before short. somebody says I'm wrong, actually, there are some companies that have swapped them. <laughs> Cause it, I know it's the weirdest thing. So I got into a long debate about it in a workshop I was in because for 20 years, I have been telling students that this is a breve. It says its name. This is a background. I mean, this is a background. It says its name. This is a breve. It says well, the short sound. Like right there. And then they somehow, somewhere, it's getting switched. Okay, look. So she don't, might, don't try to correct me. Both are correct. She's Both a teacher, wrong. okay? She teaches people these things. She went to she school She teaches people it. how to read. Exactly. That is her thing. Literally what she does all day. But that is why he used that little line. That's why that line oh. is over it to make it toth and toth. not toth. Toth. Mm -hmm. Toth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't have known that, but yeah. I'm not an English major. I thought it, when I first saw it, I thought it was some like Dutch thing or something like that. <laughs> but when, when Tim said, oh, it's actually toth, that clicked my little oh. grammar light bulb. Grammar light bulb. Your yeah. grammar light bulb. Is, yes. And it's little. Good to know. It is a small light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Keaton, please tell us about Toth. So I'm assuming his name is pronounced Alex Toth. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alex Toth. Alex Toth. Alex Toth. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no, there's no line over the A. Toth is actually the solo project of Alex Toth, a Brooklyn-based multi-instrumentalist and producer. 
He has been involved in many different musical projects over the years, including bands like Rubble Bucket and Alexander F., and has also worked as a composer and arranger for various TV shows and films. Toth's music is often described as a unique blend of funk, jazz, and pop, and his live shows are known for being energetic and engaging. He released his debut album, Practice Magic and Seek Professional Help When Necessary, in 2019 and has been receiving critical acclaim for his work ever since. In fact, NPR named him one of their favorite new artists of 2019. Very good. Very awesome. Yeah. I feel like Tracy just praised me for reading good. I'm in her reading oh, class now. <laughs> good job, Keaton. <laughs> we chose this song. Actually, I heard it on NPR. Uh, As we mentioned. Yes. And then I really liked it. I put it on my playlist. And then, you know, me and Keaton spent a lot of time in the car together. He heard it. He ended up really liking it. And now we're kind of fans. And Trace, I don't know how long it was since you'd heard it. I've heard it. I like it. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's one of those that's a very underplayed artist. The dude oh, yeah, is talented. Sure. Yeah. He has like um, half a million monthly listeners on Spotify, which is in the grand scheme of things, not a lot. Yeah, it's good, but you're not going to walk around and get, you know, on the street and find people that know who he is. Exactly. Yeah. So the name of the song is Copilot. Yes. I love the meaning behind the song. I think it's so relatable to a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. And I know what it's about for once. Cool. Oh my gosh. We will get and there. Tracy will tell me if I'm correct. Don't I wanna let you go? I let you go, I let you go. I guess there wasn't any other way. I thought you were my co pilot. How'd I ever run the ship without you by my side to So I always pause it after the first verse, verse to get everybody's initial feel and vibe. I love the vibe of this song so much. Me too. I love the little like in the beginning. You the know? drums. Yeah. The drums well, they are cool. Even, they're not even drums. It sounds like it's a, like a cajon with some shakers or something. Oh, it might be. I, I want to know who's whistling. He does. Probably him, yeah. He are, are, you, are you sure? Yeah. And he That's is a really good, really good trumpet player too. <clears throat> right. Yes. Yes. That's why he's such a good whistler. You know, probably embouchure. Yeah. He's really lip, like lip technique. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's called embouchure. Embouchure. You know how embouchure. old I was before I learned to whistle? Like really old. Yeah, I am not a great whistler. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to whistle on on the air because okay. I don't want to be air. embarrassed. <laughs> All right. Well, that was. Uh, Aren't you always um, whistling on air? Because you use air. Never mind. Uh so <laughs> that was the first verse. Um, uh, one other comment that I would have would be that guitar, the guitar part itself. It's super simple, but super right. It's what the song needed. Exactly. By the way, he writes these songs. It has to be performable on guitar, voice, or guitar, piano, or to him, it's basically not going to be a song. Okay. If it doesn't pass that test, then he adds all the, you know, all this other stuff later. That's a very catchy hook. Oh, yeah. But now I know that you're just taking me for a ride. And that's all right. 
No, I think that was the most like lovely ending I think I've ever heard. Yeah. Like I love that ending so much. I every part of the song I think is just like a masterpiece. Like the yeah. instrumentation, he uses like three sets of chords. He is like, I don't know, it feels like he had like two bridges or something. Yeah. I love how the tone switches kind of from being like accepting at the beginning, like he knows whatever relationship he just had ended. And, you know, he's trying to appreciate the good parts that brought good things to him. Mm-hmm. You know, showed him a piece of himself. Yeah. But, you know, but as the track progressed, the chords got a little bit darker, too. Yeah. And I think that also represents how, you know, it was kind of hard for him to yeah. truly accept the end of that relationship. Yeah. And I also love the analogies he uses, you know, in the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Just admit it, you're a butterfly. Exactly. Yeah. It's so, so good. Because, you know, butterflies, they start off as one thing. They change to another they thing. They change. Yeah. It's beautiful, I think. 
small fact, fun fact. Here we go. He says, my loneliness is on your dime, painted lady of my life. A painted lady is a species of butterfly. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I know that because I just hatched and released five of them last week. Really? Painted lady butterflies. <laughs> yeah. How do I not know this about my own wife? <laughs> You're hatching butterflies and yes. don't even mention it. Oh. Okay. Here? No, not here. No, in class at school. Yeah, I've I've um, I've hatched butterflies every year for about the last twenty years of my life. So you're a. a, How have we not known this? You did this last year. You did this last year. We never found out. No, this is crazy. Yeah, Tracy has like these hidden hobbies. Yeah. You know, teaching is a multifaceted job. You're jack of all trades, master kind of. of none. Oh, uh, I master wouldn't say some. I'm master of some, but you know, there's lots of things, and that's just one of them. Anyways, painted lady crazy. is a type oh, of butterfly. Yeah. I love the term co-pilot as a partner in life too. I mean, it totally is absolutely true, love that. Yeah. Yes, and it's the most meaningful to me since I've found my co-pilot in life. That is a great analogy. Agreed. A thousand yeah. percent. This dude's writing, Toth, I can't even imagine how you begin to come up with stuff like this. I mean, maybe well, if I sat down forever and really, really thought about it. I don't know. He strikes me as one of those people that just does it. But this came out of pain. Some of the very best come out of pain. Here we and, go again. We keep yeah. going down this lane every single episode. We love well, pain on the underplayed. No, I love that song. Should I play the punishment. intro again? No. 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 <laughs> it's not a punishment. Um, no, he. Um, this is a breakup song. On a breakup album. For sure. The whole album, he said in an interview, it's a breakup album. The person he broke up with was his partner in the group that Tim mentioned oh, at the beginning. Uh, Keaton mentioned at the Rubble, beginning. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Yeah, Rubble, Rubble Bucket. Bucket. Yeah. Which Dang. I absolutely love the name. saying Rubble Bucket. Rubble Bucket. Earlier, Rubble Bucket. Er, earlier Rubble I was Bucket. upstairs going, Rubble Bucket, Rubble Bucket. Can't stop uh, saying Rubble Bucket. Weird, but, but anyways, it was funny. he was partner with Kalmia Traver for 11 and a half years and they broke up. And a week later, he started writing the songs for the album and he also broke his ankle that week, too. Yes. He broke, he broke two things. <laughs> he lost his girl and he broke his ankle. I well, know. he was dizzy because he was riding his bike and he got door checked by a car. So he's driving oh, by and someone opened the door. <laughs> That's not funny. I guess it wasn't Sorry, a beautiful ride after all. <laughs> no, that was not a beautiful part of the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Toth. I, oh, goodness gracious. All right. Anyway. But the real researcher in the room has more to add? That, that, was, no? that was about it. Okay. He was laid up because of his broken foot and started writing and shared it with a friend, Kimbra. That's right. And she encouraged him because he said he was writing, but he wasn't writing for an album. Right. He was just writing, I think, out of his... As a way of venting. Right. Yeah. And and probably boredom. I mean, when you're stuck with it. I've, I've been there with a big old cast on my foot. Yep. That is not fun. He was writing and, and encouraged by her to start it as an album, and they ended up finishing the album together. That's cool. Yeah, yeah uh, Kimbra worked with him on a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a really good friend of his. I think we should definitely <laughs> mention the name of the album again. It's called Practice Magic and Seek Professional Help When Necessary. I love that. That's fantastic. That's the best album title <laughs> well, I've heard in a long time. So I wanted to make sure we mentioned it because it's good. I'm thoroughly impressed. And that, that is his fifth album. 
Oh, really? Fifth solo album. Rubble Bucket did five okay. albums, I think, on okay, their so own. He's, he's been around releasing for a little bit then. Yeah, Rubble Bucket did a lot. This album is his fifth but not his final. I think this was released in 2019. 2019, yeah. He has since released a follow-up album. So I don't even know if we've heard it. It was I don't think released I have. in the past year. Yeah. Um, I mean, this song is so good. I want to like go in and listen to a bunch of his stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like After this podcast is done, I'm just going to go... Copilot was underplayed even for Toth. He's got another song that has way more plays on it. Yeah, I can find it real quick. Writing a song to make, me fall in love with, make you fall yeah, in love yeah, with yeah. me or something like that has like a a chunk of listeners on a it chunk. like way more than co-pilot yeah. yeah but we love co-pilot we love oh, everything yeah. about it i mean it i've was only our heard favorite. two of yeah. his songs <laughs> <laughs> so so far co-pilot's my favorite yeah song to make me fall in love with you 6.2 million streams on spotify though co-pilot is not far behind with 4.2 million okay so it, yeah i didn't think it had that many he has more underplayed he has a song called juliet which has 1.7 million okay so his top five, all of them are in the millions. Nice. So he's doing well. He's doing he's well, doing for well but he's still underplayed for the amount of talent that he has. And like sure. I said, I love the way that the underplayed is titled because it can be subjective. And just a little bit about his voice, you mm-hmm. know, about his vocals. Obviously, he's got a really nice, clear falsetto in a lot of that. I'm so curious about the auto-tune. Like, I can't really? help it. Just my curiosity. I would love to know, did he, like, I don't hit those notes perfectly on pitch? But I don't hear any. Let's listen a little closer here. Oh, yeah, you isolated the vocals. I thought you were my co-pilot. At the end where he says it's a beautiful ride When he goes into his falsetto Yeah But now I know that you're just taking me for a ride And that's alright It was a beautiful ride I mean, it's nice. It's it's very it clean yeah. I don't feel like I hear yeah. auto-tune I don't hear auto-tune I hear a cut it, I hear an edit in there But I don't hear auto-tune well, then well, he could have just done it a bunch of times. It was a punch-in like, right before that last high note. But then again, I mean, auto-tune, you can make it so you can't really tell. That's what a lot of... That's I mean, true. The pop industry is super, yeah, you know... Yeah, just to clean it up. Just to clean yeah. it up. But then yeah. again, like, here... Okay. All right. Hang on. He's about to defend Toth. Okay, so we're going to listen to a live performance of him doing the same song. Oh, I love Let's it. See. I thought you were my co-pilot. Wow, okay. That's good. My co Yeah, he's got a little different tone live, but that's to be expected, you yeah, know, when you, you can't when you, do it 50 times right. live. You have to do exactly. Yeah. Great falsetto. Nice and clean sure. uh, pitch. He's got a nice tenor voice. Like we said earlier, he plans his songs like when he writes them to be able to perform them live. Right. Mm-hmm. So I guess he wouldn't write that if he, if he wouldn't be able to it. hit it. Yeah. That is so true. That's actually a mistake that artists make all that's the time. True, yeah. They're like, they oh, yeah, songs I'll just, I'll that they can't auto-tune. perform. He mentioned, speaking of his songwriting, he mentioned in this uh, live performance, it's like a live performance slash interview mm-hmm. that he used to drink a lot. Like he would wake up with a beer in his hand. Wow. 
he would write all these great beats and all these great guitar hooks and all these great things, but never, rarely, I should say rarely, would get a song. Compared to now, he said he got sober and now he writes at least a song a day. Wow. That he thinks is worth you know, pursuing, pushing forward. Well, clarity of mind will give you the ability to produce. That's right. Yeah. I want to bring up one last thing about him. The dude plays trumpet. Yes, he does. So I didn't come across it. Thank you. Keaton does mouth trumpet, by the way. (laughs) Plays the mouth trumpet. And a clarinet. Okay. Well, check this out, kiddies. This is Toth from that same live performance. Just picking the trumpet up the ground he he's it's his part way through the song he's playing and singing and he's gonna grab his trumpet and play cool. <laughs> that all of my dreams keep waking up and i wanna love i wanna be tough. i love the sound of this song yeah. oh it's jazzy Let me just tell you, Dude's that, talented. That, that's fantastic. That's, I love that. I love that jazzy sound. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Something that I came upon that really threw me off for a bit. If you try to look up Alexander Toth or yes. Alex Toth, you're actually going to find a lot of information on a DC comic illustrator who drew Wonder Woman oh. and Superman and oh, all those guys. His name is Alexander Toth or Toth, I don't know. It does not have the little macron it's above it. Then. Right. So anytime you try to like do any research, just a general Google search is gonna give you that guy. What is that um, called? An umla? Is that what that is? What? The the line above the O. No, it's called a macron. Remember a I macron. talked all about that? An umla. I thought like you were talking about dogs. macaroni. Sorry. Um I was macaroni. Hungry. You're hungry, oh. we just ate. I know, but macaroni is always good. Macron. Macron. Macrons are like the little things, you know, like the little, like the. The little, like they're like half horseshoes made out of pasta. No, not, that's not, no. The macro. That's macaroni. Yes. No. What are they called? Macrons. Like, you know, like, you know. Macaroons. Are you talking about the food, the can, the the cookie macaroons? Yes, the cookies. That's called macaroon. Have you ever heard the entire underplayed. Lord help us. Being so confused. Okay, macaroons are something you ate. Macaroni is something that you eat. A macaron. Oh, it's spelled differently. Macarons. Yes, it, has two, macaroons. it has There's a macaron. It is pronounced macaron, but it's got two C's, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Macaron. Macaroon. No, there's no two C's. Okay. It has two O's. Yes, one of them has two O's. It has two O's, not two C's. Sorry. Macaron. Brain brain damage right there. Sorry. <laughs> brain damage. <laughs> I meant what two happened? O's. Macaroons have two O's. Macron has one O. Right. They are both gluten free. Oh my gosh. What? Am I obsessed with food right now? 
apparently. Uh, okay. Help I know me. You were just Help taking me. me for a ride. But that's <sighs> alright. It was a beautiful ride. Is that Toth playing the trumpet? Yes. <laughs> wow. It's our like, Toth Don't fail put your horn. on like that, boy. I don't think that's how he talks. Somebody help me. <sighs> you ain't getting no help. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All moving right. on. Oh, I think that's pretty much all we got for Toth. Yes. Amazingly talented guy. Check him out. Check all his stuff out. We will leave links to all of his music. We will. And we will leave the links show notes. to, usually I just do the website. That works fine. Yeah. I figure from there, it's up to the artist. Check yep. out our website. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Our we website's do, cool too. We do articles about artists, the people that we're doing mm-hmm. on said podcast that you're listening to right now with your ears. The original idea was to do it every time, but like I'm a little behind on that. It's like an extra bonus. There are pictures. And there are pictures. There, there are pictures. pictures. Of artists and us. Oh gosh. Mm. And... There's no pictures of us. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, there's <laughs> we we deny. There are models that we hired to act, to, to act like us. That's funny. Their voices match strangely to our no. Our voices match strangely to their face. Right. To their face. No, I d- cut that out. I don't, <laughs> I don't sound a thing like Tracy. What? Okay, let's just like I don't know what's going on anymore. Moving on. We said moving on three times, Tracy. Person. I'm yes, trying, she's trying, I'm to, trying to, to move, move on. us on. All right, we're we're rolling, kitties. Why do you keep calling us kitties? I don't know. I just like that word today. We have a new artist. <laughs> and? And it's... Do we say who it is yet? Yeah. Ah, why not? It's the Striper. We, yes, the artist we chose for the second song is Striper. Why did we choose it? Why did we choose well, it? Well, a couple what? reasons. For one, we already had thought about Striper. Because we like Striper, mm-hmm. and we're familiar with them, and we like their music. Yes, Fly Pill. But, and we grew up in the 80s, too. Yes, yes. We? I, I mean, I didn't, but... I saw Striper in concert, just saying. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. But also, we had a request. Oh, yeah. Yes, we did. Was it on our Facebook or email? It was, it was on Facebook. Yeah. It was on Facebook Messenger. It came something. through Facebook, and we had already uh-huh. talked about doing them, actually, at that point. Uh-huh. But we were we like, did. it's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one to know what song to do. So if you were the one who requested it on Facebook, here is our gift from us to you. You were the straw that broke. He tipped the, the scale. He tipped the scale. He tipped the scale. Oh, he didn't okay. break the camel's back. No. He tipped the scale. Striper is a Christian heavy metal band that was formed in Orange County, California, in the early 1980s. The band's lineup consists of vocalist and guitarist Michael Sweet, guitarist Oz Fox, bassist Perry Richardson, and drummer Robert Sweet. Striper is known for their unique sound that combines the heavy metal genre with Christian lyrics, which they refer to as heavenly metal. They have released 13 solo albums and are considered to be the pioneers of the Christian metal genre. Some of their popular songs include To Hell with the Devil Free and Honestly. Striper was one of the few Christian bands to receive mainstream success in the 1980s, and they were even nominated for a Grammy Award in 1987 for their album, To Hell with the Devil. We're going to listen to a song that we chose. This is off one of their later albums in the 90s, in the early 90s. But I think they're still making albums, too. Well, they are. And we'll talk about how all that came about. But this was their last album before they disbanded. They eventually reconnected. The song we chose is called All for One from the album Against the Law. So we're going to give that a listen. 
it definitely rocks. That is lead singer Michael, Michael Smith. Sweet. 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 Who yeah. has a brilliant voice. He's got uh, such an... He's not even really using his voice in this song. That voice is Like, so technically, sweet. he's using about half of what his voice can do in this song. Yeah. Well, I think we'll hear more of it as the song progresses, he a, but... He has a sweet voice. Yeah. That's, that's his brother, Robert, on the drums. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys noticed. It's, it's kind of cool because in this song, the most interesting drum parts are in the verse and the chorus is kind of like just flowy. But listen to that. You know, like with him on the on the kick drum is, is really, really good in, the, in right. the verses. All right. Let me back it up a wee and we'll carry on. the 80s ride yes for sure and this is a very 80s um chorus yes it for is sure. yeah. it's an anthem it's it an 80s an anthem. metal anthem. Say that. it's yeah. an anthem that kick I love the reverb on the drums. bit of that Michael Sweet scream. I don't know that we get to hear his very awesome high pitch scream yeah, sound. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we song. do in we this one or not. We may have to find it. He yeah. Just, yeah, we, we may have to find like, it to play it. He just screamed his soul out when he saw yeah. it. <laughs> we left on yeah. him doing like a C4. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't we need this song today, though? Like, it's not a Christian song per no, se. No, it's not the most religious. It's thing not. And that's one of the reasons it makes it interesting because, I, you know, this came out in the 90s and mm-hmm. more now than then we need people to be thinking this way united 
instead of divided. All for one. I mean, because yeah. like at the end of the day, this is like, you know, when the aliens come, we're all going to be on the same <laughs> side. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole different podcast. Yeah. Okay. The problem with Can, Tim here is I, when, when I don't know what to say, I make up something. Yeah. All right. Continuing on. We will continue Let's with finish the, this. the music. This is going to be Oz Fox, by the way. Really, really good guitar. Oh, yeah. The solo is coming up. Underplayed guitarist, Oz Fox. Acoustic harmonics. I, I love that. That ride. Me and Keaton love the ride that just sticks out. Here in your right ear? Yep. Feedback on that guitar. Those guitars. Whoa. Yes. Feedback made like a major chord. Yeah. That's All for One by Striper. Yeah, great, uplifting, positive, mm-hmm. very much a 80s anthem, like you said. Yep. All um, for One is a song that's one for all. Ooh. There you go. Very nice. Quote me on that. Okay, so what do we know about Striper? Actually, between Tim and I, we know quite a bit because yes. we were both Striper fans in the time that they were big. Right. That is right. They're a metal band. Well, they started with the Sweet Brothers. Robert and Michael Sweet. Yeah, the mm-hmm. drummer and, and the singer. It started with them. Yep. They started a group called Rock's Regime. Rock's Regime. Regime. Yep. But they changed their name to Striper. The name Striper comes from a Bible verse. It's a verse that says, by his stripes we are healed. And it's talking about uh, when Jesus was crucified. That's the verse that they're citing for their name. Mm-hmm. They had some big hits off of To Hell Honestly, with the Devil. Yeah. Honestly was huge. They had several huge hits on MTV, uh, huge video hits. That's right. The songs would make the billboards, but they were down in like the 70s and 80s, but they were whoppers on MTV as videos. People liked their look. And yet 
that was their big controversy. Striper was surrounded by controversy on both sides because people who were pure heavy metal fans wanted them to be more heavy metal and not so pop mainstream. And then Christians who wanted them to be more Christian and less mainstream heavy metal. Mm. And so they kind of couldn't win. You know, they were riding that line, mm-hmm. um, but they made it work for them for about they a did. decade. They <laughs> Wasn't totally. the whole yeah. point of the band was to like ride that line? Absolutely. Yeah. I think the, so the then point I think was they to did cross what they wanted the to line. Do. Yeah. yeah, I think the point was to cross the line and or they maybe did it. Both ways. They yeah. made the line. To careen back and forth over the yeah. line. Like I said, this album was put out in 1990. Mm. That's right. Against the law. This album has less Christian lyrics and more secular lyrics. Yeah, it's it's mostly love songs and you yeah, know, it this, even this song. yeah they even did a cover of Shining Star. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, by a, was that Earth, Wind, and Fire? Yes. Yeah. yeah, they did a cover of Shining Star on this album, so they got a lot of flack for this album, but flack. yet a lot of people said like this was their best album. So it's definitely uh, their their most edgy album. Yeah, for sure. Let's uh let's take a sec here. Shining star for you to see. Ah. Heavy metal version of an awesome song. I mean, come on. You almost can't mess it up. There's his scream. So unfortunately, this album did not fare well. It it sold poorly. Thus, thus it was the underplayed. underplayed. Came yes. along in 2023. Yeah. Put it back on the billboard. No, I'm kidding. We don't have that type of influence <laughs> yet. The song, what the song is about. I think it's pretty straightforward. What the song is about. All for one. Back to all yeah. for one. U- unity. Just yeah. just people being for each other and not against each other. Yes. And the fact that it is only in our unity that we can make positive changes. Yes. So that we'll survive when the aliens come. That's right. right. <laughs> you guys are getting it. Oh, dear. He's your son. Okay. Well, he looks good in a tinfoil hat, though, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> no you comment. Know, maybe, Don't tell everybody about do. our tinfoil oh, hats. Yeah. Come oh, on. Oh, goodness. That's our private secret. <laughs> private Family secret. secret. Family, Family secret. Coming out on the underplayed. Ah. It's going to be a drama. Okay, so, but seriously, <laughs> you know, I've started to look at a lot of things in context of that. Like, you know, there's politics, there's different opinions on different social issues. You know, when you hear something on the news or you hear a social commentary or something like that, is this bringing people together 
or is this highlighting differences in people? Is this making people feel more different than each other? Or is it bringing people together because we got enough differences and we're not good as humans mm-hmm. at Settling. mitigating yeah. that amongst each other? There's a lot more that's similar about all of us than, than there is that's different. And we just, uh, we forget. We should celebrate that. Right. It's cliche, yeah. but it's true. Mm-hmm. So just a great positive song. Michael's- on a high note for once. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. I know. Episode 11. We ended on Woo-hoo. a high note. Woo. Yes. It's uplifting. Nobody's crying, right? Episode Nobody's 11 is good. Crying. Crying. Okay. Michael Sweet's voice. Jeez. I mean, come Holy on. Holy cow. Come on. Can I request that we get to hear another one of his big, massive falsetto screams somehow? Those aren't falsetto, by the way, with Michael. Okay, so their big, 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 big song, in which I think his voice is great. And the reason he doesn't do a lot of screams and, and, and like super awesome stuff in it, but the power and the emotion in his voice, mm-hmm. you can hear it. You can feel it. Well, he has a very powerful tenor voice it is a powerhouse voice what i've heard him live when he sang for boston yes oh we we forgot to mention that yeah he he sang That's for right. boston for a for a period of time and i saw a live performance of that um, not personally i watched a live performance on youtube and you can just hear it like he can't help but to sound powerful his voice comes out rich and thick and powerful and yet also very tenor and high and just clear clear as a bell mm, his voice is very clear oh, let amazing. me let me find this yeah. real quick here okay but we're back to honestly coming in on the one of the choruses here just to give an this example is the of the big voice this man's got One of my favorite chords in the whole wide world right there on It Makes Me Feel 16. Yeah. And and just if you can't feel his emotion in that last uh, verse, or that last mm-hmm. chorus, I mean, mm-hmm. check your pulse because that he's there. He's yeah. there. Yeah. You know? That was a great song. They disbanded around 93, I guess, somewhere around there, I think because Michael Sweet uh, wanted to go and do a solo career. And he did that for a while. He released some solo albums for a while. As we said, he was in Boston for a while. But then they got back together like around off the top of my head. I think it was like 2006-ish, I think, somewhere around there. And they started recording again. Yep. And they've put out several albums 
since then. Mm -hmm. So if you are a Striper fan, there's new music out there for you to listen to. But I will say their music, from what I can tell, uh, especially just from the album names, the albums do seem to be Christian-centered, Christian-oriented again. So So do you think they wrote about the great financial crisis of 2008? I have no idea. Mm. I have no idea. I do know that they put out a song kind of their their last song, I think, was called The Final Battle. Mm-hmm. You know, does that mean that's that. the last album? I, that was a song. I think it was just a single. Oh. I think. No, not that. No, no. Wrong do you, group, do you wrong think there's song. any? I know it is. <laughs> do you think that they have any underplayed songs? Or Europe? What, yeah. yeah. We've talked about uh, yeah. that. We've talked about Rock looking, the Night. Yeah. If you want a really good underplayed Europe song, Rock the Night. Uh, hey, no, don't look that up yet. Don't look it up until we put out uh, the podcast on don't, that. Yeah, cut that out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> snip, snip. Okay, it's gone. Well, that's good. I know that, you know, Michael is the main songwriter. Um, he's got He's got kind of a weird writing thing. Oh, really? So this is how they do it. This is how a Striper album, or like he said, almost any album he does is solo mm-hmm. stuff, stuff with other bands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He writes songs. He writes all the songs for two weeks. It's a weird thing. He said for 20 years, he have been doing it this way. He writes songs for two weeks. He brings them to the band. They learn them and they record them. And two like weeks is his all magical. All songs for an entire album? Yeah. Whew. That's a lot. Ooh. Yeah. That's a lot of writing. In a, in a very short amount of time. Yep. Wait, if that's like, let's say there's 12 songs, mm-hmm. that's a song a day, pretty much. Yeah. Well, I'm sure a lot of them he's already got like kind of off in the wings or in maybe, a notebook somewhere maybe. or maybe even halfway written, you know. Maybe. Wow, a song a day, though. But That's... but basically what he's saying is his songwriting mm-hmm. process is he sits alone for two weeks, mm-hmm. either writes or finishes mm-hmm. what material he's got for the album. He gives it to the rest of the band. Mm-hmm. They learn it and they record it. Cool. Well, there so you go. That's kind of neat. Interesting. And he said for, you know, like 20 years. So that's our show. Woo-hoo. We, 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 we made we, a we, show. We, we did it alone. We didn't mess it up. We did it ourselves. Did we? Wow. That is not long enough. That one has to be held out better. Okay. Well. There you go. That's my favorite one. That's a wrap for today's episode. All right. We're going to let Keaton do it this time because he knows what he's doing. One, two, three, four. And that's a wrap for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you want to keep up with our future episodes, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform. And if you really liked what you heard today, we appreciate it if you could take a moment to rate and review our show. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people like you. Also, don't forget to follow us on social media for updates on upcoming episodes. You can find us on tw- on Insta... You can follow it. Insta You can find us on Facebook at The Underplayed. And if you have any ideas for future episodes or just want to say hi, you can always reach out to us at hello at theunderplayed.com. Also, don't miss the next episode of The Underplayed because it's going to be a whopper. And not the kind you eat, the kind you hear, but still delicious. It's going to be different and fun. We'll see you then. Unplug it! <laughs>